What if I told you that someone's going to wake up and start facing the problems and challenges that they've been avoiding? That someone's going to make changes that will transform their life? That someone's going to let go of their fear and start pursuing their dreams? What if I told you that this person could be you? It's time to step up your awareness and start taking control of your life. Discover a life of meaning and purpose. Empower yourself to be the best that you can be. It's all here in the Garrett's Guidance Show. Welcome to the Garrett's Guidance Show. I'm your host, Garrett Cano. Every week we come to talk to you about purpose. We come to talk to you about passion, about how you can find more meaning in your life. We come to talk to you about awareness and how you can increase your self-confidence and feel more empowered. And this week, I'm going to cover what I believe to be one of the most important keys to success in life. And this comes over years of experience, over years of research, and over years of going to seminars and reading books and all these, types of, all these types of things, and seeing clients and seeing their success, I think this is really the number one tool, in my view, that's important for you to be successful in life. And I'm not necessarily saying that you're going to be multimillionaire with this trait, but in my view, it is the most important thing that's going to help you pro- uh, propel your life forward, that you'll constantly be moving forward rather than going the other direction and falling apart and going behind and losing things all the time. So before I get into that, I did want to mention, if you haven't already, visit my website, garrettsguidance.com and download the audio program on relationships called Believe in Us. If you have any issues going on in your relationship, now is the time to take care of them. I will tell you that the people who end up separating are the ones who aren't proactive in analyzing some of the things that are going wrong in the relationship. And I guarantee you that this audio program is going to help you out. If you're struggling in any way, shape, or form, don't wait until it's too late. Don't wait until it's over. You have an opportunity in front of you to change your relationship, and I have the information that can make the difference. I use research. I use my experience with couples. And I use all the different tools that they provide in psychology to help you in improving your relationship. So you need to go. GarrettsGuidance.com. Download this audio program. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. You can even find which topic you think might apply. If if you or your spouse just had an affair, they got one on. I have one on affairs on there. Go ahead. Click it. Download it. And if you like the rest, great. I'm just saying that if you don't take action now, it may be too late. And then at that point in time, you're going to remember this talk. Eh? (laughs) All right. So let's get into this week's talk, by the way. This week's talk is about what I believe to be the number one trait or the number one important key to being successful in life. Now, once again, I don't want to say successful as in being a multimillionaire. You know, there are strategies financially that are important to follow in order to be able to develop the, uh, the ability to accumulate wealth. And there's, there's all sorts of strategies on how to do that. I'm not here to talk about that. When I say success, I mean building on your life. 
I mean constantly improving it and, and propelling yourself forward so that you can accomplish goals, goals that you set out for yourself, goals that you set out for your family, being somebody you want to be in life. And what I, when I've thought about this, I've reflected on this, I've, I've taken years of going to seminars and different things, and it's nice that you hear a lot of positive, you know, uplifting messages, but a lot of it's fluff. At the end of the day, it's a lot of cheering and rah-rahing, and even Tony Robbins, as much as, like, you go to Tony Robbins, it's like going to a rock concert. I mean, the guy's just unreal. But it's not necessarily practical in everyday life. In everyday life, when I, when I take a look at where, when people are successful, whether it's in business, uh, whether it's with their family, whether it's their success financially, or whether it's success in sports or, or anything else in life, when I take a look at it, the ones who are capable of enduring pressure, anxiety, and able to endure suffering, these are the ones that end up on top. And oftentimes, it's the ones who are willing to take on that anxiety, willing to take on that pressure and don't crack under this pressure. Those are the ones that just end up outlasting everyone else. They're the ones who end up enduring to get to where they want to go. And so I've thought about this a lot. I've thought about this in terms of sports. One of the things that's really high pressure, especially the farther that you go in the playoffs in sports, the more pressure you're going to have, especially the, especially when the, the expectation is on specific players. You know, I take a look at some of the best players in the league in the NHL, say for hockey, or in any league, really any sport. The ones who are capable of not cracking under pressure, who show up at the times when it's the most stressful, who don't allow anxiety to beat them, are the ones that are capable of continuously um, achieving the goal that they want, whether it's the championship game or winning one game, you know, whatever the case may be, or having to take a penalty shot or what, whatever it is. I see that in sports all the time. It's the ones who are willing to say, you know what, this is just part, the pressure is part of, of getting to where I want to go. And it's the ones who crack that end up causing the biggest issues. I was watching a hockey game yesterday. I like, I like watching my Anaheim Ducks play. The goaltender started to crack under pressure in the second period. And you could tell because he started taking penalties. You can tell that the pressure is getting to a team when they start taking useless penalties, when they start making mistakes, when they start coughing up pucks. So that's when it comes to sports, but that analogy can be transferred into almost anything. And I want to give an, another example. In business... The ones who are capable of enduring pressure and able to not crack under that pressure and not lose their cool are typically the ones who are capable of leadership. See, here's the thing is that you're going to get conflict in any business environment the higher up you go. There's going to be conflict. There's going to be people that you don't necessarily like or that don't like you. And, or that you get into a situation that's contentious, where the two of you have opposing ideas. How you handle that situation makes all the difference. If you crack under that pressure and you start talking to your, bo your boss or your coworker in a way in which shows that you're, you're not cool, you're not calm, you're not collected, 
you end up looking crazy. And what happens when you end up looking crazy? You're not someone that they want to approach for promotion. You're not someone that they want put in the high sales situations, the high pressure sales situations. They, they know that you crack under pressure. So I find that the, the people who are able to propel themselves forward are the people who can handle that. They have to be able to handle stress and handle anxiety. And the reason why I'm bringing this up today is because I noticed that we're coddling people in society now, that anxiety is suddenly treated in a way in which uh, it's not supposed to be there. You know, they're doing all these studies that, oh, over 70% of people or something like that are experiencing anxiety. It's like, yeah, life is stressful. <laughs> life, life is hard. <laughs> You're going to get stressed. Like, this is just inevitable. I get stressed. You know, I, I, I get pressures in my job. I get situations where people are contentious with me. Sometimes I'm supervising um, a clinician who's got a high-stress situation themselves and they're trying to take out their stress on me. And guess who's got to be cool, calm, and collective? Guess who's got to be level-headed in order for us to be successful in making sure that this client that they're seeing is okay? I got to be. I got to be the one. I, somebody's got to be a level head in order for us to be able to achieve a goal. And that's got to be me. I want to take on that pressure because that pressure is going to put me in situations where I can navigate difficult circumstances. And it's funny because it translates into a whole bunch of other things. Because if I can handle it at a business level, then I can handle it at a personal level. You know, if my spouse and I get into a fight, I want to be able to work through that situation. And the only way I'm going to work through it is through a level head. Have you ever noticed that when you're angry with your spouse, you say things you don't mean? And if you lose it, if you lose your cool too much, you do things and say things you don't mean. Maybe you break something that you didn't mean to break. I've met couples all the time. They smash a wall because they were so pissed off. Or they break a TV and then they're pissed off because they were going to watch a movie later. <laughs> but you, you get what I'm saying. You say something. Have you ever said something to your spouse that you didn't mean and you thought about it later on and you're like, oh, I so regret that. Or maybe it's something that costs you. Maybe you did something or said something that costs you. And that's the challenge is that the people who end up falling backwards in life, who end up moving in the direction of more and more failure, are the ones who crack under pressure, the ones who lose their cool, the ones who start saying, well, screw it. I see this all the time in a diet where people are trying to, trying to achieve the goal of losing weight and they crack under pressure. They can't take the frustration because they're not losing weight. Rather than per persevering and saying, you know what, this isn't working. I need to keep a level head. I need to keep my cool. They binge. They binge on whatever it is that they've been trying to restrain themselves from eating. And then they hate themselves. And that's the challenge. Is that's how you deteriorate as a person. Is that it starts with not taking on the pressure in a way in which you can manage it starting to learn to manage that anxiety and managing that high-pressure situation to suddenly uh, cracking and starting to do things you don't like that harm yourself. And then the psychological breakdown continues further because you hate yourself after you did those things. You start thinking that you, you're, you're a terrible person, that you don't like yourself, that you don't like what you've done, that you're disappointed in yourself. You feel shame. You feel guilt. You feel unbelievably terrible. And I've seen that like all the time. I see that in relationships. You see that in diets. 
But the worst is when somebody does it to themselves professionally because it can cost them. It can cost them so much. It could cost them their professional career. And it's, it's, it's too bad because if you learn to manage that, you learn to manage these high-pressure situations, not only will it translate to other places of your life, but you'll find that any time a crisis comes along, people will begin to depend on you. They'll look at you for leadership because you're the stable piece in a chaotic world. But chaos is always going to be there. There's always going to be stress. And if you want to be successful in life, you can't hide from it. You can't hide from pressure. It doesn't mean you shouldn't de-stress. It doesn't mean you should be stressed all the time. Nobody wants that. You know, that, 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 can, be tra- that can be traumatic. But you're going to go through experiences in life that are high pressure, high stress, high pain, and you've got to have, you've got to have some tolerance for it. You've got to be able to endure to be able to make it to a place where you're more successful, where you're more sustainable, where you're able to, to not lose as much during a downfall because you're capable of being someone that others can depend on. You're capable of being someone who can manage himself and his emotional state or her emotional state, right? So I'd like you to consider these things that, in my view, the people who make it to the top are the people who constantly push forward, who are disciplined in doing what it takes each and every day, even though it's hard even though it's pressure-filled, even though it's difficult, they do it because they know it'll make them better. It's how they get to where they want to go. Stay right there. We're going to talk more about that. Hey guys, Garrick and O here, and I want to ask you, how's your relationship? Do you and your partner feel strong and connected? How about your sex life? Do the two of you feel passionate or are you bored? How about your communication? Can the two of you talk openly with one another about anything? Or are you often closed off and talking about anything or something difficult is like pulling teeth? Well, I'm here to help you feel more connected and help your relationship grow. You got to visit garrettsguidance.com and download my audio program, Believe in Us, absolutely free. And in this program, I go through research specifically to provide you with tools to improve your relationship. I also use years of my experience as a therapist, helping couples overcome some of their greatest pain, whether it's an affair or whether you just hurt each other emotionally or you're feeling distant. If you want to take your relationship to the next level and grow as a couple where you feel passionate and strong about one another, you've got to visit my website. Go to garrettsguidance.com and pick up my audio program on relationships absolutely free. Once again, that's garrettsguidance.com. Pick up my audio program, Believe in Us, absolutely free, and it will change your life. I guarantee it. Sometimes you just feel tired, feel weak, but when you feel weak, you feel like you want to just give up, but you got to search within you, try to find that inner strength and just pull that shit out of you.
and get that motivation to not give up and not be a quitter. Welcome back to the Garrett's Guide to the Show. Today we're talking about an important aspect of success, and that is being able to manage your emotional state in high-pressure situations and being able to manage anxiety in order to be able to get to where you want to go in life. And over the break, I actually thought of a brief video that I saw online. It was a speech given by a, a Navy SEAL. And he talked about training in order to be what it takes to become a Navy SEAL. And I thought it was interesting that the entire six months of training to be a Navy, Navy SEAL is to put you in situations where they really test your tolerance level. They try to get you to quit. They try to peel back the layers and put as much pressure and pain as they can possibly do, well, legally, mind you, within reason. But, you know, they talk about enduring uh, long hours where you don't get any sleep and enduring periods of time where you have to be in freezing cold mud for hours on end. And they're sitting there and you're freezing cold and they're telling you to quit and getting you up at all hours in the night and putting you in situations where they really peel back the layers and try to make you, they try to make you crack. Now, why do they do that? Why do they put people through this kind of torture? And the reason being is because they want to find out what you're really made of. They want to find out in some of the most dangerous situations in the world when they need to rely on you and your, your platoon needs to rely on you and your country needs to rely on you. Are you capable? Are you capable of enduring immense emotional and physical distress so that you can continue to support all these different pillars that depend on you. And I thought, wow, that's incredible. Incredible. Because it takes an enormous amount of self-control. It takes an enormous amount of focus and self-discipline. And I feel like in our society, we've become so accustomed to conveniences. We've come, become so um, entitled to, um, to getting what we want based upon how we feel. That when it comes to real life situations that are even moderately stressful, we crack. <laughs> you, know? We, we, you know, people are losing it. And it scares me because it, I've said this before. I think society is breaking down. And I think people are getting weaker. And I think that people need to step up and become more disciplined. They need to develop the inner strength to endure pain and suffering. Because I can guarantee you as, as things progress, it's going to get more difficult in the world. You know, a, a good example is we still don't know how we're going to manage the job losses that are going to come from artificial intelligence and robotics that are changing. You know, you're starting to go to McDonald's and they can now get rid of the cashier. That used to be an entry-level position so that you could later on have enough employment experience to get something better, right? That, that's what those jobs were essentially for back in the day. And now that's being replaced by automation. Same things with, the, you know, Fly, fries and flipping burgers and all sorts of different things. That whole industry is changing 
where eventually it's going to be unmanned. And you're starting to see that in stadiums where there's self-serve beer now. Now, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> but, if, you know, people aren't don't have to serve beer anymore when you go to a stadium. All these things are changing that if, in, with automation and self-driving cars and all these different things that are coming out, how are people going to handle the pressure of not having a job? How is our population going to handle that? How is that going to change our society when they have the pressure of having to find a new industry and finding new means of survival? Part of that might be an increase in crime. I don't know. Or maybe a whole new industry that could be developed that needs people. I don't know yet. But I do know that the world is changing. And when the world gets tougher, you've got to get tougher. When life is bringing more pressure on you to survive, you've got to come and meet that challenge. Because if you crack, you'll end up tearing yourself, your family, and society apart along with it. And that's what's going on, is that people aren't able to endure the pressure and stress that goes along with insanity that's out there in the world. If the world goes insane, somebody's got to be cool enough to handle it. Somebody has got to be able to be disciplined in how they operate in their daily life. One of the things that is so important to me, and I've recognized this this week, so I'm changing gyms right now. I'm trying to go to a new gym. And it's a new gym that's being built right now. And they anticipated that at the end of September, they were going to open up. Well, that didn't happen. And I quit my membership with my other gym. And I'm so used to my routine where I get up in the morning. I get up at 6 a.m. every morning to go to the gym before I go to work. I, I, I walk to the gym. You know, it takes me a half hour to walk to work. I sometimes have to walk in freezing cold, like minus 20 weather, even, even, even colder than that. I think I've walked in minus, minus 35 weather to get to the gym. It doesn't matter whether it's raining, it's snowing, it's, it's 100 degrees, it's minus 30. I'm walking to that gym. It is part of my daily routine. I do that because I need to be disciplined in how I operate in each and every day of my life. Same thing when it comes to my diet. I am absolutely disciplined. I have days where I I let go and I allow myself to eat what I want, but I'm strategic about it. During the week, Monday through Friday, I'm pretty strict with my diet. I have a good idea of what I'm going to be eating. I may change it here and there, but it still attains the same result. I know how I'm going to feel in my body with what I put into it so that I can perform during the week. This is what discipline and routines are all about. Now, right now, my routine is off, and it, it drives me nuts because managing stress and anxiety is so much easier when uh, I can go to the gym and release cortisol. So here's a, a, a good little lesson on anxiety. When you're stressed, your body builds up cortisol. It's a stress hormone. And there's only a couple ways that we get rid of it that's really effective. The best way to do it is either through tear ducts or sweat. And I'm not one to sit there and cry myself to sleep at night. So sweating is the best way for me to do it. If I can get a good workout going, I can really get rid of a lot of those stress hormones that build up in my body and it helps me regulate stress throughout the week. Well, since I've been waiting for this new gym to open, which it's supposed to open on Wednesday, and God, I pray they do because I could really go right now. Um, I've been waiting for this gym to open and I haven't worked out in over a week. And for me, when a man who's disciplined in my routine, when I'm not able to do that, I can feel the stress build up. Now, even though my stress is building up in my body, I don't allow that to interfere with how I operate. I don't allow that stress to intervene with how I operate with my clinicians that I'm supervising or with my uh, management in my company 
or with my spouse or my significant other or with anybody else. When it comes to managing me, I'm in charge of that. I am responsible for my emotional state and what I do with it to create the results that I want. It is my job to do the best I can to maintain that. And I have to constantly use tools to do that. But I'm always focused on it. I'm always focused on it because otherwise you allow your motion, your emotions to take over you and they will destroy you. They will take advantage of your mind. They will take advantage of your, of, uh, your emotional, well, your, your, your opportunities, all these different things. You'll crack under pressure. You'll, you'll lose an opportunity that comes your way. You have to maintain some civility. You have to maintain your emotional state and continue to focus on the goals that you intended. Whatever it is, you're always keeping your eye on the ball and you have to be disciplined to do that. So I'm sharing this with you only because I don't like our society coddling people. I don't like anybody telling you that, you know, if you're stressed or you have anxiety, that that's a bad thing. I don't like that we're teaching our youth that if you're anxious, I need to comfort you. No, what we should be doing is putting kids in higher stress situations. Have them and, and tell them that they have to learn to deal with it. That's why Navy SEALs are, are Navy SEALs. That's why they get to be the best. That's why they get to have the, the honor that goes along with that title. Because they've endured and they've demonstrated that they can endure. And it's not that our kids have to be Navy SEALs. But man, they're going to crack when, as they get older, especially if life becomes more difficult. If there's a lot of pain and suffering and a shift that happens in society, they've got to learn to be able to deal with that. And my, my, my challenge is, my concern is, is that our youth isn't going to be able to. That people aren't going to be able to because we've told them that anxiety is somehow bad. It's not bad. It's a part of life. That the life is, you know, there's, there's things in life that are threatening, that are difficult, that are tough, that require a person to be able to endure. And I'm, I'm afraid for these people. I'm afraid for society. Because it's the one that I live in. You know, I, 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 I see, see people as, as a therapist. As a therapist, I see the breakdown. I see that people can't manage it in, in their workplace situations. In fact, we have employers who send their employees to us because they can't regulate their emotional state at work. Because they're breaking down. Because they can't handle high-stress situations. And they're cracking. These are just normal people. These aren't people who suffer from disorders. We're not talking about a, a physical diagnosis of anxiety. We're talking about just regular stress that, that you're going to be under in life. And so, you know, people are, more and more people are on stress leave. More and more people have difficulty managing their emotional state. And in my view, if you cower from that stress, if you are afraid of that stress or afraid of the situations that cause it, you're only going to make your suffering worse. You're, or, you're only going to build yourself to a place where you run from difficult situations in life. And that's not good. That makes you a coward. That makes you somebody who crumbles. That makes you somebody that nobody can depend on when they need you. And if you're going to be one of these people in society, that's fine. But in my view, that's no way to live your life. You'll never be successful. You'll never get what you want. You'll never be completely happy, and you'll always struggle with your self-esteem. You'll never, you'll never have pride in who you are as a person. 
So these are the things that you want to take into, into consideration. That discipline is necessary in order to be able to get to a place where you can manage yourself continuously to get to where you want to go so that you can take pride in the fact that you can endure suffering to get what you want. That you can hold your head up high and say, you know what, I went through shit, but I got something to show for it. That's what being a strong human being is about. And if you want to, if you, if, if you know somebody who needs this, you know somebody in your life who needs this kind of talk, send them this podcast. Let them know that they need to step up in their life. That they're crumbling and they're pathetic and they don't have to be. That they can be stronger than that. That they can learn to develop the conviction, the internal certainty that they can get through things by enduring anxiety and stress that come along with everyday existence. So, what are three things? Three things that we can take away from this week's talk here. Well, number one, don't run away from stress and anxiety. Don't run away from it. Face it. You got to. Number two, create routines and discipline. Create routines and discipline. Discipline yourself. Learn to be disciplined. To create that habit to each and every day. You know, I, I get up at 6 a.m. Not because I love getting up at 6 a.m. There are days where I don't want to get out of bed. But you do it. You do it because it's what is going to make you successful. Is that routine, the little things every day. That's what's going to count. Number three is recognize that stress is a part of life. Invite it in. Recognize that you need it. Recognize that it has to be there so that you can change your mindset about stress and anxiety. Not that you need to run from it. Not that you need to break down as a result of it, that you need to endure it, that it's a part of life and that it's what's going to make you successful in who you want to become and that others can depend on that person you're going to be. So that's it for this week. Hope you have a good week. And just remember, as always, real guidance comes from within. Take care.